ladies and goofballs, welcome back to yet another episode of Planet Paradox. That's right. Your three favorite boys are back, back, back. As usual, I am joined by my two co-hosts. Up first, we have Gilgamesh, the man who stole Ryan's face and the most patriotic man in this Zoom meeting. What's going on, Gilgamesh? Howdy, liberals. A lot of liberals listen to this podcast. They may find you offensive, but that's okay. It just, it drives engagement. Also, I am joined by Ryan Lyon, uh, the glizzy gobbler himself, Cat Eyes. What's going on there, cuz? Howdy, partner. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. The alcohol is wearing off a little bit. I'm a little more clear-minded, so maybe I won't be as offensive to our lovely listeners. I see you are both sipping on a delicious brew as we speak, Reiny with the Dos Equis and Gilgamesh with a, what is that, a cider? The Cosmic Current. It's the same company that made the Cosmic Crisp, which I'm I'm saying is a 10 out of 10 for ciders. This is the Cosmic Current, same company, delicious. It just has black currants and cranberry. Wow. Well, it looks like we're going to get a little tipsy on this one. Um, I know our last episode, we dealt with a lot of animal topics. Dolphin, clitorises, murderous monkeys and whatnot. But I still have a lot of animal topics that I would like to get into today as well. Dark, dark shit. Furry fans are going to be thrilled. This one is for the furries. And I don't know what it is, but all my animal facts are very dark and twisted. I don't have anything good to say about animals. So um, we can get to that later. Uh, first, though, I do got to ask you, Gilgamesh. I don't, I don't know if this is something you want to broadcast to everybody in the podcast world. But can you tell us about your little bidet experiment? <laughs> oh, so, so we were supposed to podcast like yesterday or the day before, and uh, Paradox couldn't, I guess. So me and Ryan decided to just play video games, and it turned into its own pod pod. I like. I wish we had it recorded because it was hilarious. Oh no, yeah, that was, that was excellent. Well, you guys have the technology to record it. To be fair, but continue. Yeah, I just. Uh, I don't know that that's a format of something I want to put on my YouTube and <laughs> makes sense. But um, yeah, but so we were goofing around and I, I, we're, we got on the topic of bidets and I was, I was saying how um, a lot of people joke around, like if you have a bidet in your house then you're some kind of cre- creepy butthole lover or something like you love <laughs> you. <laughs> so, so it's a completely accurate. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, I, well, I don't like my butthole. <laughs> I like other people's buttholes. Exactly. There's a clear OPB. Thing. You down with OPB? Other people's buttholes. You, you know me. <laughs> yeah, so there's a, there's a clear difference here. The whole the whole motivation is totally different there. But so we got on the topic of bidets, and I was saying how it's not just for people who like their butthole tickled and stuff like that. And, and it's got a lot of pros, pros outside of I, I don't what I was telling Ryan that he said what he didn't believe me is that I don't see bidets sexually at all. You don't get turned on at all. No. He told me he's never had a boner while he was on a bidet. And he's it went even further to say that one time he did get a boner and that the bidet's court retracted it. It took away your heart on. It did. It's something about having something, especially if you know these bidets, the, the pressure can be high enough to puncture your o-ring, so to speak. Can it be dangerous? Um, I, I don't know if it's dangerous. It's probably not good to let water blast into your colon. Let me tell you, um, from personal experience, my favorite feature of your bidet was the heated seat. The heated seat is fan-fucking-tastic. If anything, uh, jacking off on that toilet, not the bidet, <laughs> but actually, like, your ass is too warm. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll give it a 10 out of 10 for environment to jack off if you don't have the bidet on now when i turn the bidet on it kills my boner so i can't i can't I okay it. so are you telling me in our goofballs that you attempted to jack off on your toilet while shooting water up your ass <laughs> well it, uh yes <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> that is insane, dude. Moving on. <laughs> Let's no. drop an ad for 
tushy now. <laughs> Do you consider yourself a part of the LGBTQ community now? <laughs> is, it, is it gay if a, a, a robot tickled your butthole? <laughs> oh my god. You, you, it's pretty much like you had a leviathan lick your crinkle star whilst you tried to bust your nuts and ultimately failed. Leviathan? <laughs> <laughs> leviathan? I just imagine that's a thick-ass fucking leviathan. <laughs> God, <laughs> how could you say something so bold yet so controversial to start this podcast off? It's dangerous. It's like because you brought it up. <laughs> it's dangerous, but for the sake of science, I applaud you for what you did. You gotta push the boundaries of chaos and order, as Jordan. You gotta Peterson push the boundaries, dude. You gotta, oh. you gotta go into the belly of the beast, <laughs> and that's what you did. Except the belly of the beast went right up your ass. <laughs> my ass was the belly of the beast it's an alternative take on jordan b peterson's famous narrative but so what five out of ten stars five out of ten crinkle stars, five out of 10 crinkle stars. <laughs> um what for, for jacking off with a bidet on your ass is a, no, I give it low, lower scores it's below average <laughs> like a 3.5 I'll give it a three. It's not miserable, but it's, I, I wouldn't prefer it. Okay. Well, there's science involved in this podcast. Comedy, there's a lot to learn here today, and we're just getting started. Um, did anybody want to start off with a topic, or should I go ahead and go into one of mine? Um, let's go ahead and let you let it rip, bro. I will let it rip right now as we speak. Uh. All right, guys. So... We're not going to start with the animals yet. We'll go into that later. But for now, I want to talk about a different kind of animal. An animal who wears the number 34 in his jersey. I'm talking about Shaquille O'Neal. Are you guys familiar with this guy? A little bit. Superman? You, you know who Shaq is. Come on. He was Shaquille. Who doesn't know Shaquille O'Neal, right? I'm not deep on his lore. I know. Uh, obviously, he's a fucking huge fucking person. <laughs> I do know that he's huge, not literally, but uh, status-wise. He also has a pepperoni pizza at Papa John's called the Shaquille O'Neal-nator or Shaquille Sha- Shaquinator or some shit. Thought, no, yeah, it's the Shaquaroni pizza. The Shaquille O'Neal-nator. Yeah. Tell me we don't live in a simulation, bro. We have a shakaroni. be real, dude. dude. If there's a shakaroni pizza, proof positive this is an AI simulation. We have jo- Michael Jordan Steakhouse. <laughs> what the fuck's going on around here? A certain brontosaurus stepped on a butterfly millions of years ago. Thus, the shakaroni was invented. Welcome to Jurassic Park. So, this is the headline. Shaquille O'Neal gifted 1,000 PS5s and Nintendo Switches to underprivileged kids on Christmas. Quote, my parents didn't have a lot, but they taught me the value of giving back. End quote. I gotta say, Shaquille O'Neal, fuck you, dude, and fuck your pepperonis. Fuck you. You fucking piece of shit. Okay. He's a fuckeroni. He's a fucking scalper, and he's the reason a lot of my boys don't have a PS5. He's the reason exactly. my brother had to wait outside a flipping GameStop overnight to get a PS5. Because this inconsiderate, low-life piece of poop, Shaquille O'Neal, who won three championships, uh, 2000-something with Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, can eat my ass. Kobe. Imagine Shaq in Cambodia with a bunch of starving children in a crowd, and he's at the back of a truck just throwing PS5s into the crowd. Just PS5s that they just... Go, children. <laughs> they just eat the components because they're starving, and he forgot to bring his shakaronis. Sir, please, this is not rice. This is not a shakaroni. I don't know. That's not the voice they would use. Not that the Cambodian sound. That's not how Cambodians sound. Um, what do you think of this... Uh, <laughs> um occurrence Gilgamesh Wait. do you think this tarnishes his legacy um no it's not bad at all um <laughs> I, I guess I would say that it's uh I don't know if it's the best thing you could do for underprivileged children I know. <laughs> I'm 
How many of these fuckers have a TV anymore? These motherfuckers need socks and underwear, dude. Yeah, they don't They're all starving and he gives them a PS5. You think her parents really fucking want you spending more electric? They're going to sell that shit. You're right. He could have easily given them shakaroni pizzas and said he was PS5. <laughs> Sign the box. You know what I mean? Give them a PS5's worth of shakaroni pizzas. They're not going to be able to afford PSN. They're not going to be able to hang with Rhiney and Apex Legends. Um, Actually, you don't need PSN to hang on Apex. Well, I retract that statement. How much would you say? How much does a PS5 cost? Uh, I know that GameStop was $400. I think like five or six. Okay, let's say really? let's say five hundred. Yes. Divided by let's say twenty five bucks for your average order of pizza. Five hundred divided by twenty five. Dude, he could have twenty. Sent, he could have sent them twenty shakaronis. Twenty shakaronis, which would last them through the winter. These motherfuckers can't eat a PS five. It's not edible. That's almost two shakaronis a month. They can make two shakaronis a month. But if you, if you think about it, uh, they could scalp <laughs> they could scalp those PS fives for like eight hundred dollars, and then get more shakaronis. Wait, wait, wait. Let's find out how how many shakaronis they would get if they scalped. <laughs> 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 okay, eight hundred. They would be able to get thirty two shakaronis if they scalped those. God damn! Yeah, you could scalp it. Uh, so exactly, exactly. So Shaq kind of plugged them in. As long as they're not retarded. These are XL shakaronis, by the way. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're underprivileged, the most you deserve is a refurbished Wii U. At most. Wii U sucks so much. <laughs> no. You can helicopter that shit and drop them into their little mud village. If you choose to starve and just play Apex instead, then that's on you. North Korea would execute us. If we Those are the people Wii. that are on your team and ranked, Ryan. They're just little underprivileged kids that fucking Shaq gifted consoles to. Yes. No wonder I've been so frustrated lately, bro. <laughs> Dude, they're all cracked out on Apex. <laughs> they're, those are the people on Ryan's team. Meanwhile, he's playing people on FaZe Clan. So he's getting smoked like some salmon patty. <laughs> I don't know. It's a dark, twisted thing, and I see the good intent in it. But at the end of the day, I just got to say, it should have been Shaquille O'Neal in that helicopter. Not Kobe. It, honestly. <laughs> Baba Bowie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I definitely need to pray tonight before going to sleep. So I don't wish ill on Shaq or anything. I, yeah, neither do I. It's all a joke. I love Shaquille O'Neal. RIP Kobe Bryant. And good for those kids who got a PS5. I'm a little jealous. TV. You don't want this smoke. To be fair, I could have bought a PS5, but I generously gave my opportunity to Gilgamesh. Wow. I never would have gotten a PS5 if Ryan didn't give me his code to buy it. That's really cool. I had no idea. That's true love. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I just knew that I didn't really care for a PS5. I don't I don't really play any games besides Apex, so I don't need it. True. Yeah, honestly, you could just get a switch and fulfill your needs. Play Apex on the go, Ronnie. Nah, fuck that. I heard the switch makes you a shit player. It's not a good platform. Dude, attitude makes you a shit player, dude. And since we're on the topic of games, I have a few quick game topics. You got it, bro. You got real on you, You just get real and then casually move on. And you're like, eh, and that's where all the topic of video games. Like, fuck you, dog. Look at this motherfucker's nipples. Speaking oh of my macaroni, God. dude. You got plenty of pepperonis on your chest, my friend. Pepperoni. <laughs> All right, game talk with Gilgamesh. Beep beep beep. I just inserted a video game song. Can you guys see me? My camera view still, or no. is it off since I'm off? Yeah, it's R. off. It's fine. I figured you were uh, touching yourself. Well, I mean, I'm still trying to look up that um, cat from Animal Crossing. Azuka Zone or whatever. <laughs> Azura Zone. I'm just trying to touch that Azuka booty hole. All right, Gilgamesh, what do you got with video games? Yeah, so I kind of want to just chat about some shit we've been doing lately. Um, for one, we've been playing The Forest. Um, let's get into that. But first, I, I do want to circle back to something we talked about on our previous podcast. Uh, you brought up the game Until Dawn. Um, I did. And that game is like the, the horror game that plays out. It's like you're playing a psychological thriller. Like yes. an old school slasher film. Mm-hmm. I give that game a solid fucking like 9 out of 10, honestly. It, okay. it was excellent. I got to say. 
as soon as I saw that you were streaming it on your Twitch, Adventure underscore Senna, right? Yep, that's right. Adventure Senna. Adventure Senna. As soon as I saw you were streaming it, I hopped into the stream. And from what I saw, I thought you fucking hated that game. Really? (laughs) It was at the very beginning, dude. Yes, I was watching. And at the very beginning, it's kind of like a slow burn. Once it gets going, it doesn't stop. But you got the build up. You got all these cliche horror things going on. These yeah. lover, these little lovers. Yeah, you the, got the jock. You got the nerd. You got the, the bitch. You got the uh, smart girl. You were not having fun at the beginning. I don't know if you remember, but you were just like, why am I having to do this? this is tedious. What kind of gameplay is this? What the fuck? And just like hating it. And I was like, I was drawn back. I really thought to myself, wow, me and Gilgamesh, besides Oblivion, Witcher, we don't have similar taste in gaming. It was kind of a mind fuck, dude. And I, was, I wasn't I was getting hurt, but I was like, I can't watch this because I thought the whole time you were just going to be roasting the fuck out of it. So I stopped no, watching. Yeah, that was, Here's what that I was another. Okay. Oh, no, no worries. No, I want you to get it. It was just a quick thing. I was just going to say that was another thing we were talking about when we were playing the game last night. It was uh, how y'all don't have a similar taste in games. And you said that's actually true when you thought about it. Yeah, I, I think there's certain things that Paradox loves that I, I will never fuck around with, like first-person shooters. Like, true. he loves all of them. I, yeah, and I know you don't Street like Fighter. Street Fighter. Fighters, I don't really. I don't know. Yeah, that's understandable. Which is, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but um, I, I w- here's what I'll say, and this is the same thing that applies to Control. You mentioned Control. Beautiful. That blows my mind. Incredible narrative. Incredible story. The ambiance. Everything. The vibe. The music. Everything. Top-notch. Here's what I'll say. The gameplay in between the gorgeous ambiance and the shit, it's all the same. From the first 30 minutes of the game fighting enemies, you're, you're only going to find slightly tougher enemies later. And there's this kind of shit. So it's all cookie cutter from start to finish. They don't they don't develop it that at all. So the gameplay, it's just a, it's a pretty... Okay. Jesus, fuck. It's a pretty vanilla shooter with great fucking cutscenes in between. You know what I mean? The control's great, but um, now with with Until Dawn, also I felt like some of the actual gameplay wasn't the best. But whenever it came to the overall package, this shit grew on me. And the tedious gameplay, you don't got to do it that much anyway, so it's not worth bitching about that much. When I was first starting, I was like, how much of this is gonna be yes. this game, this annoying, and walking so slow and shit like that? It was kind of frustrating. Mm-hmm. But as the game goes, it, it definitely gets better, and. It, it doesn't take away from it. I thought I thought until dawn, as the story goes, wonderful. These choose your own adventure games are great, and I agree with you that they did a better job than any of the other like Heavy Rain. Nice. Uh, they did a better job than that Android. You think one. it was better than Heavy Rain? I did think that that they did a better job than Heavy Rain because I played that one and that one had me pretty captivated. I think you'd like it, Ryan. It's you'd like until dawn. It's pretty chill. It's spooky. Um, it really is like playing an 80s horror slasher flick. It's so fun. A lot of your actions really do have consequences that can I, yeah, I, affect the game. I really fucked up on one part. I, I only lost one of my characters. And I, I really? About it. Yeah. Should we go into a little bit of spoilers or will that fuck your world, Ryan? I won't be mad about it. I don't think many people will. Y'all can get into it. Yeah. First question, Gilgamesh, who is your favorite character? Actually, my favorite character is the one guy that died. It was like the the the, the new boyfriend, quote unquote. I didn't know his name, but it was the black guy. He was real. Chill. He was great. I liked him a lot. You, he died on you. He reminds me of Ryan. Actually, he's a very nice guy. Yeah, he's the one that died. How did he die? Um, did he get his face crushed in? He actually got hung on meat hooks so, through his throat hole, so it was pretty metal. Yeah, I see. He was probably my favorite character. That's funny you see that. But I also really like Chris, the guy with the glasses. Oh yeah, of course, the uh, blonde nerdy. He was the nerd. He was the nerdy one. Yeah, I enjoyed those two. Uh, real quick, uh, like, what's the general gist of the game? Is it like a zombie-based thing, or? I can give you a general gist without spoiling it. Basically, a bunch of like Paradox did a kind of okay job, but a bunch of kids are going back to the same ski lodge where a tragedy happened a year ago, it, because they want to kind of get over the tragedy and still have fun. Do you know what it was? Was it like an avalanche or some shit? Basically, one of their friends got pranked and she cried and ran out into a snowstorm. So her sister went to save her and chase after her and something bad happened and they went missing. Oh, shit. And so a year later, they all get back together to try and forget about the bad stuff. And yeah, and um, shit pops off, basically. And it turns into an 80s slasher horror film. 
Ooh. Yeah, it's really good, Ryan. I recommend it. Is it like almost like horror? Like, are you terrified at moments when you're like running for your life and shit? Yeah, there's a lot of intense parts where, and if you've ever played like these kind of games, you know it's like on screen quickly it'll flash the square button or the triangle button you gotta hit it in quick time events press square real quick hard press intense like if you miss this button you're gonna get fucked up yes dude and a lot of the times it's not too detrimental but there are times where if you miss that button you're fucked you're fucked <laughs> which was the game whenever um i was playing it and i, I was like in the basement and there's like that dude that like drugged me and i was like trying to survive and like had to fight him off you remember that I don't remember. I don't remember specifically. No. It was another like choose your own adventure type game, and that, like you're a girl, and she there's like a creepy doctor guy, and he like drugs you and chains you in the basement, and you have to escape. It was like a hardcore fucking scene, but what console? Dude, that was the robot one, wasn't it? That was the fucking uh... Detroit Becomes Human. Detroit Becomes Human, exactly. I think that's it. Yeah. Another banger, but it's still not as good as Until Dawn. Uh, see, that makes me kind of excited about it. Like, damn, I might need to give it a chance for sure. It's very good, dude. It's just, it's a nice chill game. Like, it's spooky, but you can kind of lay back, smoke a little bit, maybe have a glizzy on the side to take a bite from here and there. Hit the pookie. Hit the pookie. So I'm glad you enjoyed it, Gilgamesh. I, I really thought you were going to fucking hate it, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, Speaking of game time, I'm currently... I haven't done this in a long time, but I'm currently playing through three different games right now. I usually stick to one game because I'm kind of a goofball and I forget what's going on whenever I'm switching between games. But the games that I'm going in between there, two of them are really not too story driven. um, And one of them is, so I'm paying extra attention. Uh, the games that I'm playing are Dirt 5, which is a racing game, which is absolutely phenomenal. Ryan what is the free game for the year or it's for the free game. month? And it's for the PS4 as well. I highly recommend you get it, especially if you have a PS5 because the adaptive triggers. It's a good racing game. Like it's a fantastic racing game. The the uh, graphics are incredible. It kind of shows you what the PS5 can do. Um, so I've been playing that. I've been playing the Shadow of the Colossus remake for the PS4. Oh really? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just decided I to go through it again. That. I'd like to watch it honestly. I like that game because I could kind of hop on one time a day and slay one colossus and then hop off it's real chill it's cinematic my girlfriend actually somewhat enjoys watching it so those two pretty another plus straightforward yes sir and the one game that i'm really putting a lot into that i'm focusing most most on is soma which is a horrifying it's a spooky game for some reason i'm still in a spooky kick and it's very fucking scary. It, I was playing some last night and I got to the point to where I just had to turn the console off because I was uh, shivering in my timber boots. <laughs> shivering your timber boots. I don't know if I like that or not, but I get that way with horror games uh, to where I can't. I got to put it down because it's so yeah, cool. And, and then I tell myself, why am I playing this? Why am I putting myself through this? I'm scared. You know I mean? like, I'm, I'm literally praying to God there's a safe point. Like, yeah, and I've always been a big pussy about video games and movies. Like I can't yeah. watch stuff alone and play. It. Yeah, so that's it's spooky, dude. I feel. And it's one of those games where you're helpless. Like you can't fight back. You just you're just a piece of shit, and you got to stay hidden. You got to run. And uh, I'm enjoying it. I'll give you guys a review on that once I'm done. I don't know how long it is. I'm maybe about two and a half hours in. So far, so good. Now, I have one more video game-ish topic, but it could also just go into when we talk about... I want a cancel culture segment, so I don't know if you want me to do that as a segue into the cancel culture. Let's do it. Or should we do your, your topic first? Let's cancel it up. Okay, libtard. Let's talk about cancel culture. <laughs> okay, liberals. This is Gilgamesh's cancel culture talk. Today, we're going to talk about the vicious Marxist cancel culture sweeping our nation. There's a few different things that have been hitting the headlines lately in the news. The first of these is a video game cancellation. One of our beloved video games that we play with our friend group, Dead by Daylight, had one of their beloved monsters nerfed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you brought it up, but I did not look into it. So what's going on? Yep. So one of the characters, this monster, Leatherface, he's an actual character from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series or whatever that story. I guess he's a real serial killer, right? I think so. Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was based on a true story. 
was like a real guy who was a goofball or something. <laughs> big goofball. With a chainsaw. You give a, a goofball, goofball a chainsaw, nothing good is going to come out of it. And this guy was renowned for um, wearing his victims' faces as masks. And so the, the monster wears a, a, like a fucked up human face as a mask. He, he default, he comes with a human face on, on, over his face. And one of the cool things about this monster is when, when you kill 25 of the, the main four characters that the game started with, so it's like Claudette Morel and Dwight and like two others, Megan or something. Anyway, four main characters... If you kill those main characters 25 times with Leatherface, you were able to get a um, a face item, like a hat, basically, that you could wear on your Leatherface character, and that would change the skin to match one of those four characters. Now, that, that, that sounds like a pretty cool feature initially. It's like, whoa, cool. Like, you can wear the character that Did you, you know about that feature? I had no fucking I idea. had no idea. Me neither. Yeah. That's crazy. So, it's, uh, to me, it was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. What's the problem here? What... One of the four original characters happens to be Claudette Morel, which she's the healing uh, survivor character. The black chick. Get to the point, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Quit being around the bush. <laughs> Basically, Leatherface got canceled for wearing blackface. Literal blackface. <laughs> oh my God. So this video game, Dead by Daylight, it's like a horror horror game. It's basically um, tag, right? Or hide and seek. Yeah, pretty much. Except they made it really fun. It's, it's a great game. We play it every October, basically, for Halloween time. Yeah. And and so so uh, yeah so I I guess the the reason they made headlines anyway is like this this has existed in the game since the very beginning from what I understand. However, it only recently made headlines because a bunch of characters, a bunch of players have been playing as Leatherface with the black mask and strategically only going after the black characters that, that are in the oh, game. Oh shit! And so Making they'll let the racist. white characters live and they'll keep on downing and hooking the black characters and they wear Claudette's black mask what yeah yeah and there's it's, it's like a huge meme that they're doing all the racist i people. had no idea any of that was happening yeah dude it's a big fucking it's sending shockwaves through the dbd community so you're telling me the straw that broke the camel's back was not the fact that this goofball with the chainsaw was brutally murdering people but the fact he was wearing a black chick's face yeah it's like isn't that equality he treated her like the other characters yeah, I'd feel more hurt if I was a black person and they didn't. Like, oh, you won't wear my face? What's wrong with my face, motherfucker? <laughs> you got a little chocolate on it. Chocolate? That's doodle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So um, I got to say the whole wearing Claudette's face isn't really offensive, but I see how a bunch of fuckface trolls made it offensive. Do you all feel like this is a valid cancellation? I don't think so. I think, I think that it's reasonable. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off on that. No, no, no. Let's explain why. Why do you think it's reasonable? I think it's fair because um, it's just like, it's like the type of thing that's like a few people are ruining it for everybody. It's like, obviously, um, it's not what it was intended for, but mm -hmm. people are, it's, they had to do it to kind of like just nip that in the butt before it becomes an issue and someone tries to sue their company or whatever. I don't know. Well, still, what's to stop them from not wearing blackface and still just targeting the black characters only? I think nothing, probably. They're just going to whitewash Claudette. Uh. <laughs> they make her Puerto Rican instead. I see what you're saying, Ryan. I think overall, that's the real honest to God answer to the situation. But uh, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I think by doing that, you're giving power to these trolls and uh you know what i mean like kind of buckling in on their little fuckery that they got going on um i don't know i feel like there's more people how many people could actually be doing this you know what i mean like is there some kind of movement i mean I am I and, and all i've i've read like a few few different articles about it but they don't really talk about like how big the problem is but it must be big enough that they've noticed it you know plus if you're one of those people that are white that is not killing you're getting a shit ton of blood points. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you're just going to win. win. Yeah, it's a sacrifice. Honestly, if you're playing as the monster, we're getting too deep into it now, but if you're playing as the monster, killing even one survivor, you pretty much won the round. So Yeah, like, okay, you killed Claudette. The rest of us got away. Who really won this fucking game? Not Claudette. I think um, 
so they for sure nerf like it's already done like well so here's the deal they they actually just nerfed that ability for him to wear masks so leatherface still in the game uh but he no longer wear his mask stays the same no matter what they're gonna take pyramid out of the head because the trapezoid community is offended that they weren't included <laughs> god damn geometric bigot <laughs> Um, so I have a few few more quick cancellation topics, but I don't know if y'all had any cancel culture things you want to bring up. Uh, the only cancel culture thing I heard about was something involving Patton Oswald, which made him look like a bitch. Oh yeah, uh, hey, let's chat about that. He's real a hoe. What a what a pussy, dude. What happened? I don't know if I'm right, Gilgamesh. You could correct me if I'm wrong, but apparently Dave Chappelle invited him out to be on a set with him, a show, a lineup, or whatever. And he went, went with it. It was a good show. Everything went great. Took a picture with Dave Chappelle. Then the pictures got out of him hanging out with Dave Chappelle, who they're close friends. They're, they're friends. And a lot of LGBTQ communities demanded an apology apology. that he was hanging out with this bigot, transphobic fuck nut. And he apologized and he kind of threw Dave Chappelle under the bus when they're boys for something that he, I mean, he did nothing wrong there. His buddy invited him out for a show, went out, performed, end of story. So he kind of fucked over. He didn't really fuck over. So some news source was claiming that Dave Chappelle was a bigot and the, well, you know how he's in hot waters for all his specials recently. Well, that's because he said he's team radical feminist. Mm. So he just basically, instead of being like, fuck you guys, Dave is my boy, he uh, was like, I'm sorry. He apologized. He said, you're right. And he's, well, here's the worst thing that Patton did in the whole thing. He said, me and Dave, me and Dave 100% disagree on trans rights. And I'm like, no, you fucking don't. No. You don't disagree 100%. Dave Chappelle believes in trans rights. Yeah. He just insists That's that what it is. I'm not going to play pretend that you're a woman. You should be able to make fun of him. Yeah, you're saying you 100% disagree with Dave Chappelle. That's fucked up. You probably 90, 80% disagree with him. Yeah, yeah it, it really was a bad look. And um, I, I assume a lot of the uh, stand-up comedian community did not look into that or yeah, did not Oswald's canceled as far as he's I'm canceled concerned. with stand-up comedians, obviously for all the libtards and shit. They love him. I mean, he was the voice Dave of Chappelle's Ratatouille. actually proving that you can't be canceled if you're good enough. <laughs> yeah. There's certain, I mean, yeah. If you're good enough at what you do, you can't be canceled. I mean, look at Chris Brown. He beat the shit out of Rihanna and people still think he's cute and has a nice voice. People still think yeah. he's cute and has a nice voice. A lot of comedians always talk about it, though, and it's like they're always the ones that have to like be on the edge of like cancellation in the first place. They always have to push those sketchy topics for the funny material and everything, and just to like try to make a point with their messages and stuff. Some, I mean, I guess some people are more interested in making an impact with their voice or what. But I don't know who said it, but it's a quote that if your comedians are fucked, then the rest of the country is doomed. Yeah. Like if your comedians can't make jokes, then your country is doomed because the fucking government's policing thought it's, it's not a good place to be. You want, you want people to say, be able to say fucked up shit and maybe they're not good jokes all the time. Sometimes it's going to, you know, just be a bad joke that hurts feelings. Yeah. If it's a bad joke. Yeah. Might be in trouble, but if it's a good joke, you are about with me, baby. But there is one famous person who I'm, I was personally a fan of who recently did get canceled. He was not good enough to not get canceled. And I think, I think this one might be justified. I'm not, I don't like cancel culture, but this one might be justified. Is this the um, YouTuber? A YouTuber named Gus Johnson. He, uh, oh, does yeah. A, he does a podcast, a Gus and Eddie podcast. And I think early on we talked about our, our influences. And I said the Gus and Eddie podcast was one of my influences for wanting to do this. That was part of my backlog that I was going to talk about in the clean the computer section. But go ahead and go into it. Yeah. Um, so Gus Johnson is known as being like a good guy YouTuber. Like he's real sweet and nice and friendly and happy and goofy. Um, always like positive energy. He also does a lot of videos where he um, criticizes people who are like assholes he'll criticize people who are like um sexist or mean to women and shit like that um or scumbags who are like uh womanizers and shit he's made multiple videos a bit about like being a white knight basically trying to be like i'm all about women's rights and shit like that well he was dating this other youtuber named abelina sabrina 
And recently she's released a video talking about how she was pregnant and she doesn't say his name, but she talks about Gus Johnson and she basically It's obviously says, Gus. Right. She talks about how she was pregnant and the guy that she was dating was another YouTuber and that she would be in pain and say that she needed to go to the hospital and he would basically ignore her or just go out for drinks with his friends. Um, and, and she ended up having a um, ectopic pregnancy, which is where the baby forms in the in the ovary instead of in the uh, uterus and it can kill it will kill you and the baby will die as well. So the only thing to do is get an abortion or commit suicide, basically. So God damn. And so um, I guess he was pressuring her the whole time to get an abortion anyway. So he was kind of happy that this happened. And that's why they ended up breaking up, I guess. But her allegations were that he was very like psychologically abusive and and, and um, neglected her basically when she needed him. Yeah. And so this has, this has led to the community basically in outrage, canceling him. He got canceled this, if this hard. Was a, yeah, he did. Now, if this isn't bad enough, dude. Crazy, bro. The day that she posts that video, he releases a video called That One Kid That um, overdo Overdoes It When He Gets Hurt in Gym Class. And he played a kid who, like, barely hurt his elbow, but he's, like, freaking out and, like, I need an ice pack. And they, they're, like, like low-key shots fired. Low-key, he shots fired, saying that she was making a big deal out of nothing. Damn. With a, with a goofball video the day that she dropped that. Then he fucking releases a Twitter apology where he says that she misconstrued the facts and she stretched the truth, but that he apologized for any insensitivity or neglect. And she just says, I don't fucking accept your apology. You're lying. Damn. <laughs> so, so that's the whole Gus Johnson thing. This guy was like a good guy, a comedian. I saw him live in Portland. So what's your opinion? I, yeah, we've seen him live together and I thought it was hilarious. Honestly, it was a great show. Um, honestly, it, it's hard because all you have in this situation is what he said and what she said. But when he apologized, he didn't he didn't deny anything that she fucking accused him of, of which I think you should if if it's truly lies, you should have actually. But all, all he said was that she stretched the truth and shit like that. So he didn't mm -hmm. defend himself very well. And so it's, it makes me think that she probably is telling the truth and he couldn't even muster enough fucking give a fuck to make a good argument and for such a serious accusation he did not play his cards well for example even if, even if that video had nothing to do with the situation he should have enough self-awareness not to have dropped that fucking yeah video. he is so disconnected fake medical complaints i guess my real question is are you canceling him personally would you watch shit that he posted still i'll be honest i've already unsubscribed to all his shit Ooh, interesting his podcast partner actually had to post Guys, the podcast isn't coming back. Yeah. Uh, trust is broken between me and Gus. And sorry, hope you'll stay my fan, I guess. So the thing, so from what I get from it is um, he is, he's looking guilty as fuck. So you have all these accusations. He's done at think. least some shitty things. And he's done true. at least some shitty things. It's a matter of how bad. But... So anybody on his Twitter, anybody who remotely brings up the topic, it's a topic of discussion. It was huge. He's a big time YouTube star. Anyone who even remotely brought it up, he instantly blocked everyone, including people who were big time uh, fans of their podcast. Yeah. There was this guy. That's a whole different angle of it now. And I didn't hear that bit before. And now no, I, I didn't hear any of this. Yeah. Yes. So he's blocking everyone, including people who were big time fans and big time. Uh, we're like old friends. Patreons, patrons, yeah. Patreon subscribers. Yes, people who would email their podcast multiple times. There was this one guy specifically. Oh, yeah, yeah. His name is Little Richard Nixon. Little Richard Nixon. Little yeah. Richard Nixon. He was a big time name on the podcast. They read his pod his questions almost every episode. He was their Edmund Judge. He was their Edmund Judge, and he was always emailing in. He always supported them, sent them money everything Kaliga. he asked him a simple question a simple question in regards to the topic and he got instantly blocked he posted the screenshot saying wow guys like seriously i'm at a loss of words like i've always been there i asked him a simple question and he blocked me he did that to everybody he uh just completely dis just disconnected from the world now i do know he tried to make a comeback with a video gilgamesh i forgot what it was about but it was another one that was like you're really making a video about this topic, which is kind of... Oh, it was like medical-ish, huh? Medical-ish. 
like a medical like like that can't be a fucking coincidence like are you bro. serious dude like you're in hot waters i mean boiling waters dude and you're gonna release a topic like this a video he yeah that can't be that can't be a coincidence it's dude. brutal dude it's brutal i think he's doing it out of spite and it makes me dislike him a lot yeah and um it's crazy i would have never saw it coming he always appeared like a nice guy to me uh before this controversy you couldn't find a single bad thing about him at least i couldn't their podcast was a banger i love blowing it. up i loved it it was an inspiration for me as well yeah they talked creativity a lot it was excellent and even Damn. though he's a bad person we're gonna separate the art from the person he just was like michael jackson fucking like children Bill Cosby. i still love thriller i still love um kids say the darndest things <laughs> i was gonna say um still love pudding pops he was the uh he was the <laughs> lifeline he was the bloodstream of their podcast like eddie burback is by far the, the least funniest one of them both he wasn't good at all let's face it and his channel sucks balls his channel sucks balls fuck eddie and fuck gus pudding pops that whole uh, era of podcasting is done. I do want to close out this cancel culture topic with um, some good news, actually. There's been a holy and divine declaration. The Pope himself has said that cancel culture is an evil that we must not allow to get out of control. I think that just means he probably fucked some kids and he knows it's coming from. <laughs> I think this, this Pope uh, might be one of the first Popes in generations that probably didn't fuck kids. Nah, he seems like a really good guy. He seems This like, one seems chill. He said gays are all he right. He seems legit, dude. He said gays are all right. Um, I think cancel culture will slowly wane out. The Catholic Church officially is against cancel culture. That's good, dude. We all need to be against it. I mean, if, if you've obviously done bad shit, get canceled. But I don't think you should be able to get canceled for something you did a decade ago. You know what I mean? We're all growing. I mean, I used to do shit back then that I would never do today. The past is the past. I'm 48 years old. You know what I mean? That's different. But for the most part, I feel like canceling someone for something that happened 20 years ago. It's a little it's a little off-putting. Retarded. It's a little retarded. Something a goofball would do. Very much. So... And with that, we, 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 along with the Catholic Church and God himself, have put the final nail in the coffin of cancel culture. Take that, liberals. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, go out and act a fool. You will no longer be cancelable. The church has decreed it. <laughs> cancel culture is over. Okay. Uh, you guys are going to freak out at this, but we're already at 42 minutes. Dude, we're fucked yeah. up. That's insane, right? So I want to go ahead and get into some of these animal topics. I think I got time for... Well, well, we'll go with it. All right. So this first animal topics, first animal topic shook me to my core. It flipped my world upside down. It made me question everything. Riney, when you think of my favorite animal, what do you think of? Uh, giraffe, easily. Easy. Okay. Now, what do you guys think about the giraffe? What are your opinions? I think Honestly, it's all right. It's pretty fucking unique. It's a, a long ass necked horse with antlers. Yeah, with a purple tongue. Oh, I didn't even know that. A lot of stoners like to refer to being higher than giraffe pussy. So the stoner community is big with giraffes. I would like to know the height of the giraffe pussy from the ground, but I can't Google that on my phone on my computer. I feel like it's got to easily be like uh, 12 feet from the ground, right? 12 feet. <laughs> 14 feet. Okay. So here is the breaking news that I learned about giraffes that it's just kind of fucked up. And I'd rather my friends and family. You only have dark giraffe, dark facts about animals, you said. Huh? Yeah. I know. It's nothing but tragic facts. Fucking though. demonic animal hater. So this is horrible giraffe facts? Or something? This is a horrible giraffe fact. Are you guys ready? <laughs> Buckle in. Horrible giraffe fact. This is the horrible giraffe fact uh, segment segment of our podcast. <laughs> We're going to have this every fucking podcast. Because I think there's a few out there, actually. Um, all right, let's get into it. Giraffes live in two tribes, male and female. Tribes? Yeah. So far, so not too bad, right? Well, that's fascinating. Yeah. They only come together for mating. Outside of that, male giraffes have sex with other males. That makes sense. Often after necking contests where the winner dominates the loser with penetrative sex. Damn. Yeah. 
That would make slap fighting a lot more interesting. So, so it's prison rules. I'm just saying, people always see me as the guy who loves giraffes, and now this fact is going to come out? Oh, why does he love giraffes? Because he loves to rape. You're going to have to change your behavior on Halloween. It made me want to change my favorite animal. I don't know how to feel about this. I don't love giraffes because they fuck their buddies when they lose a necking fight. You don't gotta lie to kick it. It's good practice, dude, honestly, in both senses, fighting and fucking, it's good practice. I mean, necking itself. I mean, when you think of a thought, you think of a throat goat, and now you're gonna think of fucking gay giraffe sex, dude. What's really going on in this world? I wonder what the Catholic Church opinion on gay giraffes. Do you think giraffes suck each other's balls? <laughs> I bet it'd be too hard for them to put their heads down there. I think they could do it. Let me go ahead and look into that real quick. They do you have long fucking tongues? That's a fact. Oh, yeah. Right and giraffes obviously have clitoris. A functional clitoris, though? Why would a scientist ever think that a dolphin's clitoris didn't function in the first place? Why was that a headline? Why would animals have clitorises if animals can't, like, actively, like, rub it, you know? Like, well, what's the point? Oh, imagine having a clip of flippers. <laughs> yeah, like, never be able to... a giraffe is not reaching its hoof up there to try to rub it. <laughs> You're right. The clip. And I don't think a giraffe can even lick its own ass. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I just found out that female giraffes piss in male giraffe's mouth, dude. Really? So we at least confirmed mouth to genitals. Dude, so they are a little freaky. What, how do they do that? these freaky animals, dude? Horrible giraffe facts. You should have saved that for next week. God damn it. So giraffes will dance during their mating ritual, and male giraffes will explore a female's rump and genitalia area. And if she likes them, she'll voluntarily produce urine, which he'll sniff and taste to see if she is in estrus. That means she, if he nutted, it would actually make a baby. Fuck, dude. He could tell just by licking her piss if she's going to have a baby. <laughs> that would probably help a lot of humans. I know a lot of people have <laughs> trouble getting pregnant. If you could just drink her piss and figure it out. The next Google search suggestion is, do giraffes get boners? <laughs> <laughs> of course they do. Duh, dude. <laughs> I wonder if there's any animals that don't get boners that have a wiener. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got to clear my search history, dude. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you searched Ankazone. F- FBI is definitely watching you. I'm on the uh, FBI list for sure. The dude. Furry Bureau of Investigation. <laughs> the Furry Bureau of Investigation. <laughs> Let's get him. Let's get him. <laughs> Book him. I'm going to get swatted while we're doing this podcast, dude. Oh, my Lanta. God damn, dude. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I might have to switch up my favorite animal in the world. I'll burn my giraffe costume that I wore for four Halloweens straight and just start over, dude. A clean dude, slate. Why don't you instead embrace it, get a rainbow cape and wear that with your giraffe outfit? Embrace it, dude. So if I beat you at Soul Calibur, that means I get to fuck you in your ass. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. Is that the human equivalent to necking? <laughs> Soul Calibur. <laughs> Smash Bros. Smash Bros, <laughs> dude. It gives a whole new meaning to Smash Bros. I'll make you my warrior. Wow. <laughs> so do you guys want to get into more animal facts or what you what else do you got there? Gilgamesh and Orion line? Actually, um, I have I have three quick news blasts. Let's do the news blast. It'll be perfect. Gilgamesh's news corner. Breaking news. (laughs) Season desist from Nickelodeon soon come. So uh, first on the agenda here, some fantastic news for those of us who partake of the devil's cabbage. You sick sons of bitches, dude. In the news, it appears that some compounds in CBD and THC prevents COVID virus from entering cells damn so it actually suggests here that if you consume the right cannabinoids that you can actually have some natural immunity to covid and me and ryan were me and ryan were actually talking about it and it's like that could be why whenever we get got covid it was very mellow <laughs> yeah why well, it didn't hit us so hard yeah. it was kind of like a nice little alternative high <laughs> 
was basically like being a goofball temper. Yeah, but we also discussed that it might have been the um, it was the Omnicron or whatever. Omnicron, dude. Me- Megatron variant. <laughs> Omegatron variant. That's that could be big, dude. That can possibly cause it to become federally legal, dude. In other words, Fauci needs to hit up our homie fucking Snoop Dogg. Fauci just needs to white wall a fucking bong, dude, and his mm. research would amplify tenfold. That's pretty cool, man. Um, I'm surprised that's not bigger news. Honestly, it's great. It's great news for for all of us. Uh, well, it was also news that comes from Oregon, so I mean, take it with a grain of salt. Filthy Buddha head. Weed cells <laughs> shot through the roof the following day. Fuck vaccines. Just get totally obliviated on. Yeah, you don't want nanobots in your bloodstream. You don't want those liberals giving you advice. Damn, dude. Nothing but fish nests. I'm seeing another headline about the ice fish colony we mentioned last one. Um, So this next one, Paradox, (laughs) it should be near and dear to your heart. You're rooting for this uh, Chinese TikTok spy application. Uh Uh-oh. The uh, TikTok application has, and the, uh, the domain for TikTok has beat Google as the most used website in the what world. What the fuck? No fucking shit. TikTok is the most used domain in the world right now. People would rather mindlessly watch TikToks than learn on Google. Hey, you can That's learn some stuff on TikTok. You can learn how to do the renegade. Oh, my God. Do you know what that means? That means the Chinese government has access to more people's phones than Google. That's ridiculous. Has Google ever been beaten before? No. This is fucking unprecedented. It's such a malicious app, dude. There's so much spyware on it. It's like Who a would have lo- thought that the renegade could lead to inter- international <laughs> the downfall of America. Takeover. Yeah. <laughs> the renegade. <laughs> wow, dude. Charlie D'Amelio is working for Xi Jinping directly. <laughs> Xi Jinping. Did you all see that John Cena apology when he said that Taiwan was its own country? He lost all my fucking respect. Bing I Chinese. cannot look at that motherfucker without gagging, dude. Did you see those photos of John Cena with Mao Zedong's haircut? It's like, dude, there's so many great TikToks about it. Listen to me, dude. I'm a China spy. Bing chilling. <laughs> it's so good, though, dude. Whatever you do on TikTok, don't say that Taiwan's its own country. Bet. Whatever. Your shit will get fucking canceled. Well, then what is Taiwan? Where is it? Taiwan, supposedly China claims that it's a Chinese territory. However, Taiwan claims it's an independent country for decades now. And China wants to fucking take that bitch over. And they've been starting shit nearby in the Navy. I... <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty alarming. Um, I'm not surprised, though. Everybody and their mamas are on TikTok. You have diehard, whether they're a patriot like Gilgamesh, who refuse to get it because of the China spyware, or those who just think it's cringy. Um, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't love it. It's It's the Wild West of social media, dude. There's so much shit on there that you could do that you can't do on any other app. And that's just China trying to get us to be at each other's throats. And it's working. Damn, Bucko. Damn, Ronnie over there doing some signature Gilgamesh hacks. I just had some Buddha, Buddha leaf. Hey, now we know you're not going to get Omicron. Oh, yeah. Just trying to prevent that Omnitron. Do you guys think that's alarming that TikTok surpassed Google for, I assume, for I just do, a day? Personally. It's concerning. I feel like it's truly just rotting our children's brains, especially since most American parents aren't really monitoring their children. How many children are following you, Brian? Millions, dude. Just kidding. Thousands. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, is do you uh, have do you have a good following on TikTok, Docs? I'm curious. I have eight thousand ten people that follow me. Honestly, that's solid. That's that's what like beginner YouTubes get before they blow up. I'm telling you though. TikTok numbers, that's nothing, my friend. Really? Is that baby baby numbers? It's uh rubber baby bubby bumpers. <laughs> if you will. Wasn't that Arnold Schwarzenegger quote? Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes. You have a baby buggy Actually, I'll, I might replace Jordan B. Peterson with him for my guy who's gonna die. Arnold? Oh, damn, he's thick. Bringing that back, yeah. Okay. He's extra I'm gonna stick with Chris Tucker. Okay. And Gilgamesh, who was yours again? I figured out. Bob Mills, the furniture guy over here in Lubbock. Bob. Uh, um, Bob Doody. Yeah, th- this is the tablet generation. Like, it's 
kind of alarming how many dude I, I swear to god if i ever have children they are not gonna get fucking technology until like high school i will say is probably they're gonna hate you and then their friends are gonna get them a phone behind your back dude fuck their friends and they won't have friends we're gonna live in the country <laughs> <laughs> oh shit you're just gonna fucking torture them and tie them to the radiator i want those fuckers to learn how to ferment pickles <laughs> you're gonna be like son didn't i tell you to stay away from those Oh, damn, no, I'm talking about anti, anti-reliance anti on civilization. Um, yeah, it's pretty pretty weird. There's a lot of, I know some people whose children, they can't even eat their food, like start eating without a tablet. You know what I mean? That's fucked up to me. Pretty crazy. It's an easy way out. Children shouldn't be on a tablet. That's for fucking sure. Like yeah. small children. That's a mistake. I feel like children need to be out there and they need to hurt themselves. You know what I mean? Like not where they're going to be injured like bad, but they need to go out there and fucking play yeah, uncomfortable. Maybe. Yeah. But I mean, it's easy to say that now because we don't have any children. You know what I mean? But I don't see, I don't think I'd be an overprotective father. You know what I mean? I I'd, I'd let my child, I'd give my child a loaded 45 and just be like, go, I'm playing Apex with your deal. <laughs> <laughs> go play Apex outside. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm going to buy my kids a lot of fucking video screens just to keep them distracted so I don't have to deal with them. Ronnie's like, I'm totally for it. That's fine. I got one one final news blast for you guys that's fascinating. Um, A large asteroid that would be stronger than a nuke if it made impact is heading towards Earth in late January. So any day now, the ship uh, will be approaching the Earth. It's going to pass by? The giant asteroid is slated to buzz past the Earth, but it will be its closest Tuesday evening. So this upcoming Tuesday. It just kind of shows you how... Potentially world-ending fucking giant is passing by. Yeah, us. just how vulnerable and mortal we are, dude. Like This brings up... Um, and I, so this movie, I don't know if anyone's even watched it, but I love it. Don't look it. up. Don't look up. It was so fucking good, dude. I'm yeah, we watched like, it. Me and Pops and Mom. It was fun. I, I think I watched it with you all. Um but this movie, it's basically about, it's it's a meme about how dis, how shitty our country is and how everyone would disagree, even if the truth was obvious. And there was a meteor headed toward us and we knew it. There would still be people saying, don't look up. Like, there's no issue. Don't worry about it. And then the other people are like, we need to fund a expensive mission to blow this shit up. And they're like, no, we need to put our money into defense and other bullshit. And so at the end, uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but basically it's, it's, it's a cautionary tale about what happens whenever people can't fucking get their heads out of their asses and, and work together i did learn that it, it became the second largest movie in netflix history so it's killing it but i haven't watched it. it i would recommend it and i give that movie a solid eight out of ten i'll tell it's you what i have been watching dude arcane is incredible i brought I it up before. i haven't given it a chance yet but I, so many people incredible dude it. it's incredible it's i started oh, the first episode and my my first impression was it's beautiful but I think it was late, and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I know. I, I understand that it's late feeling, but it's still good. And I recommend at least watching the first three. I'm on – I just finished the first three, and I love it. So try we that out. We also briefly need to chat about Witcher, too. Yeah. Because um, I, I hadn't watched it whenever me and you brought it up on the pod. I still haven't. It's a mixed bag. Is it pretty decent? Mm, what I'll say, episode one, I was 100% on board. This is episode one of season two. Yeah. Episode two, I was like, what the fuck? What did they do to me, boy? But I will say they butchered my boy. <laughs> I, I know. I see, I've seen you comment about it. But they really fucked up a main character in the series that they didn't need to. It was a pointless fuck up, too. So. Yeah, they're going with this stupid-ass Netflix formula that just destroys a series and their canon. It, it removes it. It removes huge, kind of important parts of the story that could have happened. So, yeah, I mean, like we did say last time, it's good if you don't know shit about The Witcher. It's getting you into the universe. Yeah, it just skips all the bullshit, I guess. Yeah, but if you're a diehard fan, you're gonna find a lot of issues with it, and for the most part, it's kind of fifty-fifty. Pops tried to give it a chance, and he said he hated it. He can't do it. <laughs> he said it was too gay. Fuck all these wolves. Meanwhile, he's watching the Colin Kaepernick documentary. Yeah. But he loves football, so what can I say? Well, that was a nice little news section there, Gilgamesh. Beep, beep, beep. Breaking news featuring Gilgamesh. 
perfect timing because because we are right at an hour this one flew by this one flew fucking by dude yeah it definitely did um want to get one more in uh, yeah i, I just want to get ahead. one more topic just to kind of talk about what what are you what are y'all doing uh creatively in the next what is your plan like creatively in the next couple weeks let's say or creatively early, early part of this year what are, what are you going to be working on um i want to keep a good pace with this podcast i feel like we're back in a groove uh that i think two to three a month is nice that's great yeah um so a lot of the time i'll be working on the pod pod i do want to get some more video game videos out um i know chip is going to be working on the forest video keeping out for that who knows when that's going to be still we still have a lot of gameplay to put into that uh we are going to be playing tomorrow i think maybe gilgamesh will be streaming it on his twitch channel adventure center yeah if y'all want to watch it live i don't post those recorded but uh you can watch it live with us so for the time being i'm just gonna stick to the podcast tiktok shorts and maybe even get some like small youtube videos out. i i enjoyed the little burst of youtube videos that i was able to crank out during my covid quarantine so that's my answer oh yeah what about you Renny? i know you've been on the grind lately more more than usual Things are actually about to get pretty serious for me. I'm going to be leaving my job and I'm going to try to focus on jewelry. And um, if Old things time, right? can work, yeah, if, if I can make it happen, then yeah. Um, so um, I'll be. Uh, Do you know how you're going to try and go about that? Um, I'm going to be staying with our, our parents. So I'm moving out to Tucumcari and I'm just going to, I'm not having to pay rent right now. So it's kind of an easy situation I'm in. So basically, I just need to bust out of inventory and then this uh, upcoming spring and like for february even i i'm trying to go to rio so to go to a vending festival thing nice like get a booth yeah i'll get a booth for february 12th and 13th and it's for a, a valentine's uh festival thing they're trying to do i think that so. i mean yeah there's not shit in taking care but i feel like being out there in that area it'll give you plenty of time an opportunity to focus on your craft without the distractions exactly and like that's what i was telling um my mom yeah like i I go and hang out with a lot of my friends and people in portales like all my homies so um it takes up a lot of my free time right now so when i'm out there i won't really have anything to keep me from getting down creatively yeah so i feel like there's big things to come for you as well gilgamesh what about you what you got going on yeah i brought this up because i wanted to mention that i'm my uh my plans for this year creatively is that i want to try and drop my goals roughly two maybe three if i'm lucky but two to three videos a month on my youtube channel and i want to try and be more consistent with it um i think if if anything this january i want to drop like a my first ever like where i just talk to the audience for a bit and i talk about my channel and why i've been doing stuff so that'll be my second january video um probably coming up before the end of January. And um, outside of that, I'm uh, I'm volunteering with the t- uh, Team Rubicon, which is dope as fuck. Y'all should look into it because they actually do stuff around New Mexico even uh, sometimes. Is that what you're doing tomorrow? I'm doing that tomorrow. I volunteered for a shift to help clean up a flood dis- flood damage. And I guess it's like a Latino community and they don't trust the government. So oh, cool. uh, they will trust us though because we're not like ICE agents and shit and we're here to just like clean their houses. So, you cleaned up this mess. Now you're under arrest. Now get back to Mexico. <laughs> Goddamn Mexicans. Take all them beans out of your pockets. I'm, I'm using this kind of as a way to kind of learn about fucking disaster relief. And it, it'll be a fun topic for my YouTube channel as well. So that'll be a good topic. And it'll like, it's, a, it's emergency yourself. response is what these people do. And they're all volunteers. Dope. So I'm joining this emergency response team in, in Washington for a flood recovery. Um, and then outside of that, I've been working on my book. I'm actually in the final editing phase. I can't I'm wait. About to, yeah. Uh, I've fully written The Gilgamesh Signal, which is my second book. Um, I am in the final editing phases. So I'm editing the book one final time myself. And then I'm submitting that to a paid editor who, who's going to go through, chunk it up for me and get me my manuscript and then i'm gonna self-publish hopefully in the first like couple months of this year i'm I'm trying to get it done by april that's fire i cannot wait dude i'm ready for the gilgamesh signal what you've talked about about it it's just i can't wait 
it's it's really fun there's actually this i, I want to just share one part of the book uh, that is going to be fucking awesome because it's kind of relevant mm-hmm. to recent shit but um, it, it's about the january 6th um raid of the capital if you remember when that happened a bunch of trumpers basically raided the capital try and interfere with the election results and um, they actually broke into the capital the capital police moved out of their way some of the co- cops got injured and they just let them fucking take over the capital it's like the president almost ordered it or something yeah. but so there's an investigation going on for all that bullshit but um so so part of the book i write a i write two scenarios in this book where in one of them things go how they actually went in real life and then the other one things go as bad as they could have gone and the scene that i write is so fucking metal there's uh basically the government squads come in and just fucking start obliterating the crowd with fucking Mow them down guns. basically I, I i write out one of the most death metal scenes that occurs on the capitol steps and i'll spoil this part um a high high political figure gets fucking actually lynched on the capitol steps if you don't know the mob on on that day of the raid they actually brought a fucking rope yeah. and, and gallows to lynch mike pence that was the plan hang Damn. mike pence that was that was what they wanted to do there and and they actually let these fuckers come into the capital <laughs> so crazy wild shit I, but yeah so i write about that in the book and it's 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 gonna be a fun fun romp political and sci-fi it's a good combo i feel like you don't ever see that a little psychology too nice any other final thoughts ryan dog uh no um i think uh it's been a pretty fun time boys i'm about to hop on the the old apex machine let's start a uh, let's start a party i'm done cool man well thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of planet paradox i am currently looking at gilgamesh's hairy chip hairy sucked in pepperoni nipples i'm currently looking at gilgamesh's sucked in hairy pepperoni nipples and uh it's great i don't know where i was going with that but thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you next time on the planet paradox podcast bueno bueno